What's up, squad? Welcome to this episode of the Strength Squad Podcast. I'm your co-host, Steve Cardi. I'm Nick Scopoletti. We are on different parts of the world right now. <laughs> We're in the <laughs> same state, just fucking 45 minutes apart. <laughs> yeah, this is our new studio, guys. Fucking uh, Skype is our new studio. <laughs> At least for now. Skype. Not permanently, at least for now it will be, but, you know, it's all good. Still the same host, same great show. Uh, Before we start this thing off here, let's start this thing off with a dad joke, baby, per usual. Still doing those, huh? So, Nick. (laughs) Yes. Why do scuba divers fall backwards into the water? Why? Because if they fell forwards, they'd still be in the boat. Hello. <laughs> That's a practical one I should have gotten. Yeah, that would actually make sense. Yeah, that would actually, yeah. Like, usually they don't fucking make sense. That, make sense. that was the one. Got him. <laughs> All right. Quick announcements before we start here, everybody. Uh, as always, make sure you guys go to our YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube, YouTube channel. Go ahead to all of our social media. Like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, then follow us to our bikes or cars, whatever we're driving. <laughs> I'll be probably riding a bike when I get to Portland, so you can follow me to my bike. Just sell your car. Side note, are you going to get rid of it? No, Jeep. Uh, Jeep's getting retired to Martha's Vineyard. Right. Told that. <laughs> ah, awesome. My so un- it's finally over. Finally yeah. over. My uncles requested the Jeep. They have a... <laughs> They got their little house there on Martha's Vineyard, and I was like, "Yeah, you could fucking have the Jeep if you want." So <laughs> the like run is over. A, yeah, fixing a flat tire every every <laughs> three to four months. I'll probably still be doing that. <laughs> It'll bike. just be on a fucking bike now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget Plant Warrior Protein, guys. Uh, if you guys um, if you guys have problem digesting whey protein, Plant Protein, awesome alternative. Okay, and we have uh, our sponsor, Plant Warrior Protein. Um, definitely a great product. Nick has no issues with his stomach. I have no issues with my stomach when I take it. So this is actually a, a pretty dope alternative to whey protein. Not saying that whey protein shouldn't be taken, but you know, if you're, uh, interested in taking a plant protein, it's an awesome plant protein. Just go to plantwarrior.co and use the promo code strength 10 and get 10% off your purchase. Oh, uh, what else for announcements? You got anything else? Nick just started his new job at Equinox. How's that going, bro? It's fucking great, man. Best place I've ever worked in my life. Seriously, it's fucking not. Nice. Expo- it's exponential. It's just so much better than like any place <laughs> I've ever been. That's good, man. Well, there. I mean, yeah. there's a reason they're who they are. Exactly, and, and you know the members know it too, and like the clientele you get, they're just like 
they're educated, driven, mm. smart people, and they want you to just, you know, take care of them. Do they want you to do your job? They trust you to do your job. So it's uh, and the staff, like the whole staff, we all get trained kind of to get. I, I've been comparing it, and people have been agreeing with me, like the onboarding training and getting everyone on the same page. It's like when you come back from uh, from football camp, like you all like went through like a, a shitty like oh man this is a lot like but you come back after that week like you know two practices a day multiple hours film but you come back and you're ready to fucking rock so Let's fucking go it, it was that's how i felt it was awesome everyone's doing really dope you get so. me all jacked up dude right that's how it is though I was like, it's like we went to fucking brookwood <laughs> I'm yeah, no cleats. cell phone service yeah to throw on cleats, yo, go do some sprints in my backyard <laughs> you're gonna fucking start throwing balls at sarah <laughs> leave, me, leave me alone <laughs> uh i think it's about time to slide in those dms send some news baby so nick why don't you take us through our our uh, send news article of the week our send news is from T Nation. It is about what this episode is about: training through injuries or how to train around them and all that stuff. Um, I looked over. I, I'll be honest. I briefly went through it. It looks like a dope article. Um, I it, it's it brought up some really good points. Um, I don't want to get too much into it because we're about to bring up points. So, but yeah, go yeah. check it out. Go check out the article. If you're dealing with an injury, there's always, guys, there's always a progression and a regression for something. You could always do something. So just, uh, and that's kind of what this is. It just gives you options. All right. And I got yeah. options, baby. <laughs> Triple option. Whenever I, whenever I think of T Nation, I always think of like, there's got to be somewhere else in the world, like some really sophisticated group of like T enthusiasts. Who like have a similar website <laughs> called T Nation, except it's T E A Nation, <laughs> and they just go fucking ham with tea <laughs> all over the world and like sample different teas. Like, They're like T Nation, chap. Yeah, <laughs> definitely British too. <laughs> I trained a British guy today. It was it was awesome. Classic. What did what was that like? It was all right. He was an interesting guy. Yeah. He was an interesting dude. I really, I really liked him, but he was like the exercise I was giving him. He just wasn't really like used to. He's like, "Is this all the weight I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna hold this this kettlebell like this." <laughs> you're like, "You're so adorable." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "That's it," and I was like, "Yeah, that's it." <laughs> yeah, Austin but... Powers, Faja. Yeah, he threw like a mustache on him or something. <laughs> all right. Folks, we are going to take a quick break. When we get back, uh, we are going to talk about the difference between being hurt and injured and um, some of the identifying factors and what you could do if you are hurt or if you are injured or how to distinguish the two or if you're just being a fucking wimp. Okay, <laughs> Stop being a fucking wimp. Or if you're hurt, then, you know, don't be an idiot and stop training. <laughs> All right. Take a quick break. When we get back, we are going to start this thing up. Want more of the Strength Squad? You can check out all of our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, check us out on YouTube where you can watch all of your favorite Strength Squad videos. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes and Stitcher. Stitcher? I just met her. We would like to thank our friends at Plant Warrior Protein, official sponsor of the Strength Squad podcast. 
Plant Warrior plant-based protein is easier on your stomach and contains a complete amino acid profile that helps you grow, maintain, and repair your muscles. It gives you 18 grams of protein per serving, and it's made from a blend of rice, pea, and hemp. Plant Warrior pledges to plant one tree for every item you purchase at their online store. Head over to plantwarrior.co, that's plantwarrior.co, and use the promo code STRENGTH10 to get 10% off of your purchase. That's promo code STRENGTH10 for 10% off of any Plant Warrior purchase. What's up, crew? We are back. Uh, We're here talking today about being hurt versus (laughs) being injured. Yeah, day two. (laughs) Lost our internet day one. Lost at sea. (laughs) Uh, so first things first, um, being hurt and being injured, pain and injury often go hand in hand, but just because you are in pain doesn't mean you're hurt, and just because you have no pain doesn't mean you're not injured. Mm. Does that make sense? So we, we following us, everyone there? So they, I think I, That's nice. I think Einstein said that quote. I think he did. That's who I got that from. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest Hemingway. So once again, pain and injury, they often go hand in hand, but just because you are in pain doesn't mean you're hurt, and just because you have no pain doesn't mean you're not injured. Saw that on a fortune cookie once. So, um, <laughs> My bumper stick. <laughs> being hurt, guys, and being injured, two different things, right? Being hurt is something that usually, um, usually can be resolved by uh, independent intervention, right? So being hurt is usually something that's like all right, I got something going on with my shoulder. It's kind of been feeling weird. All right, let's do some exercises or some mobility. Let's clean it up. Boom, bang, good to go, right? Or with the help of the coach. Um, being injured is like, yo, you're going to a medical medical professional. Like, <laughs> you're not like, hey, man, do you like your, just make sure you do your mobility exercises. Like, nah, you're injured. Go to a fucking medical professional, right? Can't say that enough. Uh, Nick, anything to add to those points? No, those are fucking solid. All right, so take us in this. Take us down this uh, this rainbow road of pain and injury Mario Kart. You hit too many of those turbo things, and now you're just flying off the rails. Passed <laughs> into fucking walls and shit. <laughs> That's not what you um, want to do. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, thinking about hurt versus injured, I, I wrote down a few points. I asked some of uh, my colleagues at Equinox. We were just bouncing ideas That's around. A sick word, dude. <laughs> I just learned that I'm 30 years old. <laughs> Don't know how to spell it. But know how to use it. <laughs> As we know, my spelling is fucking terrible. Anyways, um, so I brought up a couple points. Number one, it, uh, hurt being injured. If you're, if it hurts when you're just chilling. Like if you're laying still and you have a pain or like you wake up in the morning or you go to bed, if, if you're not moving and yeah. there's pain, you know, there might be something going on. Like if you're moving and there is pain or like it's a certain movement or whatever, then maybe it's the movement or maybe you need to regress it or whatever, maybe fix it. But if you're just chilling and there's just pain, <laughs> maybe get it looked at. Mm. Um, or maybe, yeah, figure out what the fuck's wrong. That's not normal. Yeah. Um, that's just not, that's not fucking normal. But into, and it kind of brings it to the next point is like, so it hurts playing still. Now if it's a sharp pain versus like, 
you know, pain from working out. Like I did leg day yesterday and I'm sore. That's it's painful. Sure. Yeah. But it's not like a sharp darting pain. We're like, Oh my God, I can't fucking do anything. I can't, whether it be like a shoulder or a back. If any, if any lifters had that, they know, they know that, you know, there's a difference between like the workout pain and like, Holy shit. I think I did something. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Which usually, I mean, let's just to clarify that one too. That workout pain, that quote unquote workout pain, that's usually discomfort, right? Like that's not usually pain. You know, we kind of say it's, oh, it's pain. That workout hurt. That leg workout hurt, whatever. Um, That's usually just discomfort. And it's like super intense discomfort. So it comes across as pain. But that's not necessarily like pain. No, 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 no. Usually it's just more discomfort. Unless you're doing a, a CrossFit Open workout, then it might be pure pain. We're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty fucking painful. I don't know. Um, so, and one of the other things too, um, so about being hurt versus injured now, is it if it's acute injury or if it's cumulative stress? And what I mean by that is it one particular event that happened, like I did this one lift and like, boom, something fucking tore or whatever. Or if it's like, yeah, I always had like an SI joint issue. I'm using me as an example. I always had SI joint issue, but I just kept thinking like going to the Cairo and getting it popped in and I think I'm okay. I'll be fine. I'll just get it to keep getting adjusted. I'll be all right. And it's like, you know, then you keep hammering away at it and eventually your body's like, nah, (laughs) we're done, man. You're gonna have to figure some other shit out. Please stop, uh, sir. <laughs> yeah. please, please stop, sir. Figure out another way to train, you fucking idiot. Um, so that's one of the things um, that I think is very important. A lot of people are like, oh, I used to be able to do this when I was 20, and now I can't do it anymore. And it's like maybe you've been fucking yourself up for a while, and it hasn't been like a bit – you're not in pain. And when you're when, – first of all, when you're in your teens and 20s, you're fucking superhuman pretty much. You can do yeah, a different do. story. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Walk <laughs> into the gym cold and just fucking max out on anything. I know. That's the biggest thing. You got to realize that you're not that age anymore. You know, like when you're 40 and it's like, I can't do the things that I did when I was 20. Yeah, no shit, man. Some people are blessed and some people have that genetic factor or whatever it is and can. And that's great. But like for the most part, there's a reason why your body can't feel like it could do the things at 40 or 35 or 30 that you once did at 18, 19, 20. Yeah, no, very different. I was talking with, uh, and obviously you can get with me on this. Like I was talking with a kid the other day at work, uh, that played football in high school and a little bit in college. And I was like, and he's, he's older. And I was like, can you imagine like strapping it up right now and hitting somebody like doing a practice you did in high school? He's like, no, I would die. <laughs> there's no physical there's no way if I, if I tried to make it through half of one of our old practices right now you and i we'd be like <gasps> dead <laughs> for fucking weeks dead. I'd be shot. shot um and i have a few more points here really just well we got two so one of them we kind of covered in our old podcast or a couple podcasts ago now hurt uh if you're being hurt if you're hurt versus injured um you know, if you're competitive or not. And that just means, are you competitive in your sport? Because we know, we know a lot of powerlifters, especially now. That's one example of sport. We know some competitive CrossFitters. Being quote-unquote hurt, or it, you're going to have to find ways around it, and you're going to have to, it's going to happen at some point. Like, it's like guys playing in the NFL too, right? 
no one on that field is like, yeah, I've never had anything. I'm good, healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're all, if you are competitive, like you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure some shit out. And we kind of covered that in our, in our last podcast when we talked about general health versus competing in something. Like if you under, you understand that like going, doing a powerlifting meet isn't the healthiest thing in the world, but if it's your sport you compete in, you're going to walk out with some, some bangs and bruises a little bit. Um, so yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would, I would also add to that too. Like, so if you are, if you are competitive in any sport, usually something like a situation like practice or something, I've always felt that that's something that you should know. All right, let's, let's take the, let's, you know, let's gear down here, right? Let's mm-hmm. gear down. Mm-hmm. Competition might be a little different story. You know, you could get hurt or even have an injury during competition. And depending on, you know, where you're at competitively, it might just be like a, Hey man, let's wrap this shit up and, and finish this out. <laughs> now you're not going to do the same thing if you're just like, general population crossfitter you know what i mean like if you if you break your fucking ankle in a wad it's not like wrap it up let's finish this sucker it's like there's no point to that dude this is just a workout like go to the hospital and rest man i don't need to go to work yeah <laughs> <laughs> or support my family fuck it right especially i mean shit, man. especially if you have a physical job man we know a lot of the like weekend warriors who are you know i i always speak to the crossfit world because that's just the world i'm in but you know, a lot of weekend warriors or do like the local comps and maybe they are trying to make regionals, but maybe you do have a physical oh, no. job. Maybe you are <laughs> like, uh, you know, maybe you are like a, uh, oh, no. like a surgeon or something like that, whatever, something that requires you to have your physical health in line. And if you like get hurt doing CrossFit and that fucks up your career or whatever, like what decisions are we making now that, you know, what's the, what's the, what's the thought process there, you know? Yeah, one of the things I always liked, and it's a quote, uh, it's a quote from Matt Vincent. He said it on multiple podcasts, his own and everyone else's, about like, if you're a sport athlete and he came from a track background, like if you're a track guy or a football guy or a baseball guy and you get hurt in the weight room trying to do some shit, you're an asshole. You're an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, that's another great point, too. He's like, you're an asshole. Like, you play a sport, number one. Yeah. that's, That's it, dude. Like, you know, if you're trying to hit a max rep back squat every time you go in and you get fucked up and you can't play your actual sport, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And, dude, you and, you and I have both briefly worked in, like, the, the like, high-level collegiate um, strength and conditioning setting, you know? Um, and, like, that's, like, the biggest nightmare for, like, a strength coach or a strength and conditioning program is to, like, injure an athlete while they're lifting or training. Like, that is the biggest. That is the biggest. That's number one. That's number one rule. Always like, number coaches, one on the list. Like most, and it depends. I think it definitely depends on the on the the head coach and the sport and whatever. But like most head coaches, like don't give a fuck what you do with them. To be honest, like <laughs> as long as they're not hurt and they're yeah. winning games and and people are and the the girls or the girls or the guys can play. <laughs> it's like that's your job. number one job. Is don't get anyone fucking hurt. <laughs> don't that's get it. hurt. <laughs> what does it say? Strength coach is always the last one hired, first one fired. That's it, man. <laughs> it sounds great. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I I, why did I want to do that? Like, right, find anyone to talk to. Anyways. Um, and then last point, and this I think is, is you know, I'm, I, it's um, it could happen. It, it really depends. This is I know this is like more of a nerve thing, but if there's atrophy – in muscles like i know guys that are like yeah my one of like um 
I'll use one of our one of our good friends' dads, Mr. Baccarella. He had a neck thing, nerve pain in his neck, and his arm kept getting smaller and smaller. Even though he was working out, he's like, "What the hell's going on?" And he had a pinched nerve in his neck, and he had, you know, some pain and had to get a surgery. And it atrophied. If you look, I think it's oh his wow, lush. that's fucking crazy. Yeah, they just didn't know what was going on. He had some neck pain, and then then from that, from you have neck pain, your one arm is his his arm started to atrophy. Um, and of course, there's a million people have asymmetries and balances, all that shit. Um, you know, my one arm's bigger than the other. It's like, yeah, well, that could just be your whatever genetics or the way you lift, whatever. But right. um, I think that's a, a telltale sign of like, you know, um, just something to watch out for. Obviously, if you, you'll probably get nerve pain before that shit starts happening, but um, it's something to look out for without Word. a doubt. Word. Yeah. And I mean, I think those are, um, I think those are all great points, you know, I mean, it's kind of all, it's all, it's kind of all coming to the same kind of idea of like, you also need to know yourself too, you know? Yes. There, there's things you could do to determine, Hey, am I hurt or, um, am I just hurt or is this an injury? But it's also a big part of it is like knowing yourself, you know, and, and also kind of like putting your pride to the side. If you do feel like you are hurt, and it could lead to an injury or, um, you know, if you do feel like you are injured, it's like, put your pride aside. You know what I mean? Like, do you, would you rather, you know, say you're, you're injured. Would you rather take a week off and just chill and then be good to go after like maybe a week and a half, two weeks, or would you rather like not wait, try to push it. And now you're hurt even more. And it's like, you're out three to four months, you know, like which, which would, which would you rather, you know what I mean? Which would you rather there? That's why I always tell people like, you know, now that just starting up at Equinox, especially so it's like we're doing a million assessments, right, of, yeah. of comp sessions and assessments. Yeah. And it's like the and it's generally and you've worked in, in uh, you know, the this side of fitness, like the clubs, those giant clubs of fitness, stuff like that. It's like the same story for everyone. It's like uh, I got injured or this, this and that. I kept just doing this and I had to get surgery and I was out for a while and I keep doing this and I keep getting hurt. And, you know, you got to tell them like, and I just been keep telling them like, you just need consistency over time. Like you don't need to like drop the hammer on a hit workout every week. If like you're getting hurt, like if you do that one, if you do that twice a week, but then it, it puts you out for the next two to three weeks, like fuck like you're not gonna it's not gonna improve it seems to be steady progress over time it's it's not sexy to sell <laughs> it's pretty boring but like you know a lot of these people are broken and they're like please i'll fucking do whatever so it's just you don't want to get to that point just make consistent progress over time um one thing i wanted to go into was actually something i dove into from breakingmuscle.com um by a guy named robert camacho um and it was just a, a three-step process of identifying whether you're hurt or whether you're injured. And I thought it was super interesting, so I kind of wanted to go into that. Um, yeah. And the first step of that would be kind of deciphering whether you whether it is pain or whether you do have an injury, right? So one of the first things to look at is did something happen, right? Like were you training and you heard a pop or you felt something? Um, or was this something that like slowly developed over time, Right. So these are kind of these are these are things to look at too. Was it like a quick thing that you know, hey, my knee started to hurt when I heard a pop on a step up or was it slowly over time like, oh, I could just, you know, I don't really remember anything specific, but over the past couple months, 
my shoulder's been fucked up and it's just been kind of getting progressively worse and it's not feeling too good, right? So that's those are some things to look at first. Because um, usually what's happening is with an injury, your body is pretty much being pushed past its threshold, right? So your body has this certain threshold. If it, get put, if it gets pushed past that, which is common because that's also the same thing you're trying to do with training, right? You're trying to push your body past the threshold, but... Um, you know, it's kind of the bend, don't break. And if you do break, that's, that's, those are some of the signs to look for. Um, you know, did, was it a sudden thing or did it slowly happen over time? Um, another thing to look for, um, a big identifier is like if something's swollen or inflamed or bruised, like visual signs are usually pretty good. You know, like visual signs are usually a pretty good indicator of like, all right, that thing's injured, you know? Um, so definitely look out for those. Um, another, and I would, I would personally argue, dude, that this is like the biggest indicating factor, um, personal opinion, loss of function, right? So I think that's like the biggest indicator of an injury, right? So if you can completely move your shoulder and every plane, all different directions, good. And then you do something and you feel something. And then all of a sudden you like, can't lift your shoulder up over your head or whatever. That's a pretty big indicator that you're injured, (laughs) right? Like, I mean... That's, you know, I don't think that's, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think that's like too heavily debated. Like if you lose function in anything, that's probably a pretty big indicator if you're, you're injured. Like, yes, there's pain, but it's like, okay, you can't, you know, you can't, um, you know, bend your knee all the way and it hurts when you try probably injured. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. another one too. And I like to use this with people just cause I coach and train, you know, I'm not a medical professional, but I coach and train people. Usually I'll go with a scale one to 10, one being, uh, I feel nothing and 10 being, yo, you need to bring me to the hospital right now. <laughs> um, that's usually like a solid indicator too. Cause I'll, I'll have people ask me, um, you know, if they think that they're just hurt or injured, I'll say, okay, scale one to 10. What do you think? They're like four. I'm like, okay, probably not, probably not injured. Right. You probably just got some bumps and bruises. Let's like maybe scale back today and, and take it easy. Right. Versus. You know, scale one to 10, how do you feel? Yeah, this pain's pretty much a nine. It's like, well, you probably shouldn't be training and you should be in a hospital or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, if uh, it's something that could be like scale one to 10, like you were saying before, Nick, um, mm-hmm. if you're just chilling um, and there isn't any pain, but then you do activity and it jumps to like that scale one to 10, then it jumps to like a 10, probably injured. Probably. Probably. Um, oh, also, forgot to mention this one. This kind of goes with like the visual cues. Um, another thing to look for too, uh, distinguishing pain and injury is um, kind of feeling uh, like burning or stabbing, tingling, numbness, all that shit. Like if any one of your joints or anything like that, you feel like that pins and needles or if it feels like it's burning, like that stabbing pain, that's probably an injury as well. Yeah. That kind of goes, I think that goes hand in hand with like loss of function. I mean, it may or may not, but I personally think that kind of is the same thing. So it's like, you know, if you're having like pins and needles or like that, like your kind of foot falls asleep feeling, that shit ain't good. You're probably injured. (laughs) Um, And then the last thing, um, the last thing to look at is kind of like how long has this thing been bothering you, right? So, you know, if you're training bump yourself up a little bit, feel a little tweak, give it a day. You know what I mean? Like don't immediately go to, holy shit, I'm injured. Like I'm done, you know, 
you get a little bump and bruise, give it a day, right? Next day, you could wake up and be completely fine. Nothing can bother it. You probably just got hurt, you know? Maybe wait another day or two, and if you're good, you're good. Um, But if after like a day or two um, of just kind of like seeing what happens and it's still there, that's another good indicator too, you know? Just kind of like waiting a certain amount of time and, and then, you know, trying to figure it out from there. So that's the first step, deciding whether it's pain or injury. Now, step two, he talks about if it's just pain, then what you want to do is um, look at reducing your volume or intensity, right? And we've talked about this a lot in the show. Like if you're in pain, if something's in pain, yes, you, you probably aren't injured. You know, you probably just have some pain, but also be smart about it. You know, like reduce your volume, reduce your intensity. You know, like if it's, if it's a leg day and you got a bum ankle, um, you know, maybe you could still squat, but you know, don't load the bar up to like 85, 90%. Just go light, you know, just move around. You know, maybe right. you could still do squats, throw the bar on the back or take the bar away, do some goblet squats, something like that. Um, and usually the, the thing I like, um, I like to tell people I train or even people who I train alongside is like, you know, if it doesn't bother you, go ahead. But if it bothers you, then just don't do it. You know, like if you have some pain and this, a, B, and C, those three movements bother you, then just don't do those movements, you know? Figure something else out that doesn't bother you because if it doesn't bother you and you just have a little pain, you're probably good. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah! Also talking about if it's just pain, don't be scared to rest, right? So, and we like touched on this a couple minutes ago, but don't be scared to rest, man. Like, if you're in pain, taking a week off is worth... um, not having to sit out a couple months because you pushed it a little too hard because you didn't want to rest, you know, like take the week off or take a couple days off. You know, that's better than, than not taking any time off and like ripping going hard as fuck and then getting (laughs) even, and then actually getting hurt. And now you're out for a couple months. Now what's the point of that versus you could have just taken a week off and that's it. Been right back to it. You'll probably have a better training week if you do take a week off, guarantee it. Fuck yeah, you will. <laughs> also, if it's just pain, um, don't let it ruin your training. You know what I mean? Like, all right, yes, you are in pain. We're talking about these things. Be smart. Lower your intensity. Don't do things that bother it, et cetera, et cetera. But like also do things that you can do. You know, this happens in like I coach in the CrossFit setting. This happens like, you know, maybe we have a workout that's rowing, deadlifts and push press and someone kind of has a bum shoulder. It's like, oh, I can't do the push presses, so, you know, I don't know what to do. It's like, well, you know, if you could do these other two things, let's just find another uh, movement that's not going to fuck with your shoulder that you can do, right? So, don't let it ruin your training if you are in pain. This is your pain now. Remember, this isn't injured. This is if you're in pain. Don't let it ruin your training. You could still focus on things you can do, right? Um, And then the third step is, you know, if you are injured, then... It's pretty simple. You got to go see a medical professional. <laughs> like nothing yep. too crazy, nothing too, you know, there's no like other things to look out for. It's like go see a medical professional. You know, <laughs> if you are injured, if you have uh, some of the things we talked about before, like the visual signs, the the um, the certain feeling, like any of those signs we mentioned before, go see a medical professional, you know, personal trainers, CrossFit coaches. For the most part, they're not medical professionals, so leave them, go see a medical professional. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm actually a urologist in my spare time. (laughs) I mean, listen, some coaches, some PTs, PTs, they might also be like a PT or a Cairo. Awesome. Great. That's a medical professional. You can go see them. If they're not any of those things, 
go see a medical professional. You know, like if you're <laughs> if you're fucked up, your legs fucked up, and you're injured, don't keep going to your personal trainer. Like, what stretches and exercises should I do? Like, no, <laughs> go to a doctor. Your per- <laughs> your personal trainer or coach is not a medical professional. <laughs> so go see a specialist, kids. Kids. But yeah, so that that kind of three step process, uh, we got that from Breaking Muscle um, by a guy named Robert Camacho. So good stuff, man. Good three step process to kind of identify whether you have a pain or injury, um, what to do if it's just pain, and then if you are injured, what to do there. So uh, yeah, good shit. Anything else you want to add there, Broski? Nah, dude. I think we fucking nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, let's take a quick break here, guys. When we get back, we are going to wrap you up with a segment we call Winners and Losers of the Week. Want more of the Strength Squad? You can check out all of our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, check us out on YouTube where you can watch all of your favorite Strength Squad videos. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes and Stitcher. Stitcher? I just met her. We would like to thank our friends at Plant Warrior Protein, official sponsor of the Strength Squad podcast. Plant Warrior plant-based protein is easier on your stomach and contains a complete amino acid profile that helps you grow, maintain, and repair your muscles. It gives you 18 grams of protein per serving, and it's made from a blend of rice, pea, and hemp. Plant Warrior pledges to plant one tree for every item you purchase at their online store. Head over to plantwarrior.co, that's plantwarrior.co, and use the promo code STRENGTH10 to get 10% off of your purchase. That's promo code STRENGTH10 for 10% off of any Plant Warrior purchase. Welcome back, everybody. Before we wrap it up here, we're going to close you out with a segment we call Our Winners, Our Wieners and Losers (laughs) of the Week. So, winners and losers. Nick, who do you got for us, man? Winners and losers of the week. So, if you haven't seen this video yet, Go watch it. So most recently, oh yeah, we gotta like, yeah, I'll, I'll repost it on our on our social. Yes, this is there's a winner and loser on this same video. So my winner is Dave Hoff, Mister Three K fourteen, and Steve's <laughs> Steve's buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, what was this? So thirty thirty fourteen, right? Thirty fourteen. Used nice. to be 3005, then it was 3010, now it's 3014. I was just thinking about all that work for four pounds. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> Killing it. Um, it's fun, but it takes a lot. So anyway, um, after Hoff hit his last deadlift to secure the record, new world record total, <laughs> he was fired up. And as he explained to us when we were out at the Arnold, when he's fight or flight and he's lifting those weights, guys are – he's amped, guys are amped, they jump in front of him and he just pushes, grabs you and throws you and – you know, gets excited. He, so he did, so he gets real amped up. So now my loser of the week is in that same video, Louis Simmons. Cause he got fucking tossed by Dave Hoff. Like, <laughs> and it's funny cause you'll watch the video and you see Dave Hoff literally takes Louis off both of his feet, like fucking Yo, full he on jacked him up, dude. And he immediately went, Oh, you could see he was like, Oh shit. And picked him up. <laughs> And just like hugged him for like a solid five minutes. But Louie got up with a smile on his face because he don't give a fuck because he's nuts. So um, that was my winners and losers of the week. That video is just so good. Yeah, man. He jacked him up too. It was like Louie went fucking bad. flying, man. Well, dude, imagine. I mean, Louie's what? 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, yeah. 100 and something, whatever he is, pounds. And when we, when we were at Westside, we saw Hoff throwing around five plates on the bench like it was fucking. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine getting to- 
five, two hundred twenty pounds. I would get. He would throw. I don't even want to know. I'd be dead. <laughs> Louis won't die. I would die though. Yeah. Well, we'll do everybody. If if you guys haven't seen the video yet, I'm gonna we're gonna repost it. Um, I'll repost it on our uh, on our Instagram. So I'll post that probably tonight. So you actually probably see it before this episode's out. But we'll definitely repost that because that is fucking hilarious. And it made Sports Center, made ESPN. Yeah, maybe that too. Just big for powerlifting. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, okay, my winners and losers of the week. First, my winners of the week. Uh, Got to give props to um, the Golden State Warriors. They just won their uh, third championship in the last four years against the same team, which, by the way, for the next, like, ten years, it's going to be the Golden State Warriors versus whatever team LeBron is on. <laughs> That's pretty much what the finals are going to be for the next, like, ten years. At least I don't you know. So. What's, you know what's sad about uh, – it's just a quick side note. What's sad about, like, the NBA is that I don't watch – any basketball and I, I i was like oh who's in the finals this year and i guessed and i was right like even uh, even the, the semis i was like let me guess it's this team this team and then these two like, yeah you watch i go no i don't no. watch I just, uh, <laughs> it's like like who's gonna win women's college basketball probably uconn but we don't like, like i just feel know? i feel for lebron man like he's one of my favorite athletes of my generation obviously uh, i'm not a lebron hater i'm a lebron fan just because it's it's greatness you know i don't care about the whole michael jordan thing it's just just as watching him as an athlete is phenomenal right and i get to enjoy that in my lifetime so it's great so i'm a huge lebron fan and like he's just on these shitty ass teams that <laughs> like against a golden state what the i mean what are you gonna do you know like he needs one yeah. or two other players. It's I think it's been like proven throughout the years, LeBron winning championships versus not. It's like he needs some help, right? Like he, he's well, a freak. Last year, last game year, one, yeah. game one, he dropped. They lose game one, he dropped like fifty-one points. It's like, oh man, what else are you gonna do? It's like Jr. Yeah, Smith, Jr. Smith fucked up. He didn't. I don't know what was going on. He didn't know how much time was on the clock or what's up. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but. Um, you know, he kind of messed that up. Also, not even J.R. Smith, but I forget who it was, but whoever shot the free throw that, you know, if he just makes his free throw, they win the game. And it's just little things like that. It's like, ah, dude, if you're LeBron, you're like, yo, I just scored 51 points against the fucking <laughs> Golden State Warriors on this shitty ass team. He's like, what else do you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, think about it, dude. He, uh, he, Early in his career, he's on the Cavs. The Cavs are one of the worst teams in the NBA. LeBron's on the Cavs. They're in the playoffs every year. LeBron leaves the Cavs. The Cavs are now a lottery team. Goes to Miami. Miami is now in the finals every single year. Leaves Miami. Goes back to the Cavs. Miami is now a lottery team. The Cavs are back in the championship every year. It's like, what the fuck, dude? He's phenomenal, but he needs a little help in the finals. I will say that. Because when you're playing a team like Golden State, I don't care if you're LeBron or Michael or Kobe. It's like, yo, you need some fucking help against a team like that. Yeah, because that's that's one thing. And you see this, and again, this is a guy who doesn't watch basketball, but I notice like when the U.S. plays, uh, like for the Olympics, when the U.S. plays other countries, like actually believe it or not, like, uh, countries like Italy, and they lose – and you're like, but we have all these superstars. It's like, well, they're a good team. Like they all fucking play together all year, and like, yeah, like that's what Golden State, from what I'm told, has like they're the most well-rounded. Like everybody's good. It's not like LeBron and four other dudes. Oh no, yeah, they're every. I mean, it's it's not it's not just everyone's good. There's multiple superstars on one team. Yeah, but hey, yeah. man, they you know it's 
that doesn't just win you championships. I gave him props. Winning championships isn't easy. So props, man. Three championships in four years is pretty dope. Plus, I always say to people, they're like, I don't know about LeBron. So, yo, how do you think you'd be if you got $100 million and you were 18 years old? You think you'd be normal? <laughs> you think your life would have everything figured out? Get out of here. Uh, my losers for the week. Uh, my losers for the week uh, is a woman and her son from British Columbia who were sitting in their car with the sunroof open, sunroof open and uh, got sprayed by liquid shit. <laughs> not from no birds. Joke. Not from birds. This is not from birds. Uh, Susan Allen and her son, her adult son. I don't know why the the article mentions that, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, Susan Allen and her son are sitting in the car at a stoplight when all of a sudden feces came pouring through their sunroof. <laughs> They're at a stoplight? Now, let's pause there. Oh, whatever <laughs> whatever is going on in your day, nothing's going worse than what transpired at that stoplight <laughs> for Susan and her son. <laughs> like maybe she like was having a fight with her husband. Maybe they were kind of having a shitty day and it's like, now shit is getting poured through your sunroof. Let's put that in perspective. Literal human shit. <laughs> uh, the article also says, um, you know, because they're like trying to figure out where this shit came from. What is it? Um, they're actually, the woman and her son are actually suing uh, an airline. I think it's Air Canada. Um, Jesus. For <laughs> because what they think it was, was um, those like piles of shit, those frozen piles of shit that planes dropped to like get rid of their their waste on board and what they think it was was one of the theories is it like burst open and leaked so mm-hmm. like not only did this big freezing flying pile of shit like bust open <laughs> but it all decided to land like right perfectly in this woman's sunroof which is like i don't know how the fuck that happens but those are my losers for the week susan and her son because they got shit on and plot twist, they could be winners if they win this lawsuit. True. We'll keep you updated. Dude, I hope some shit flies through my fucking window. Dude, that's the dream every day. Make, some, make like a hundred grand. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. We are going to wrap it up right there. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Um, before we go, always thank you guys for all your listens. Thank you guys for all your likes. Thanks for all your support on social media. We love all your guys' feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Um, don't forget our sponsor, Plant Warrior Protein. Make sure you guys go to plantwarrior.co. Use the promo code STRENGTH10. Get 10% off your purchase. Get that good plant protein, baby. <laughs> plant dick. Get that plant dick. <laughs> and we will see you guys next week. Deuces. Later. Later.